Welcome to OneWord.com's podcast. Each episode revolves around one word. Today's word is... Train. All right, all aboard, stand clear of the doors, mind the gap, etc. Let's... Go. My dad was French, and I actually learned how to speak French before I learned to speak English. And so when we would travel... In France, a lot of what we would do is travel by train, which, you know, is way more boring than you would think, um, especially when you're a kid. Well, I'm leaving on that midnight train to Georgia. Can't talk about train without busting into song. I used to cry on the Metro North. Or at least that's the story I told my mom to get out of taking the train train makes me think of my son River. He loves choo-choo trains. When we see them on the highway, his face lights up. Brings him such joy. He could suffer from his grandfather. I'd like to take him on a train ride someday through Banff, Canada. See the great Rocky Mountains from a passenger car. Well, those are still a thing. Kind of reminds me of uh, growing up in New Jersey. We took the train to Manhattan, and when I was in high school, applying to art colleges, um, just visiting New York on my own, taking the train by myself, it it kind of gave me a sense of independence and um, sort of a rite of passage. When I think of trains, I kind of think of growing up. Lisa Simpson gives Ralph Wiggum a Valentine on Valentine's Day. It's got a picture of a train on it, and it says, I choo choo choose you. And of course, Ralph interprets this to mean that uh, Lisa is like actually likes him and that she's his girlfriend now. And basically, for the rest of the episode, she's stressed out because she has to figure out a way to break up with this guy. And that is a lesson for all you ladies. Ladies, never, ever be nice to a guy. Especially if he's a weird, dumb guy like Ralph Wiggum. Is it morbid for me to say that when I see the word train, I, on the one hand, think of the Holocaust and how people were taken to concentration camps on train cattle cars. And then on the other hand, I think of Thomas the Tank Engine, my children playing with Thomas the Tank Engine when they were toddlers. And then connecting the dots, I think about how their great-grandparents were in hiding, avoiding getting on those trains, and somehow survived. And three generations later, there were children playing with little trains in sunny Los Angeles. I actually took a train from Los Angeles to Santa Fe, New Mexico with a diner cart overnight. And it was so romantic. I felt like I was transported in time. And there was something so fun about being able to sleep on a train overnight, getting to meet people. There was a lounge car. And yeah, I loved it. Definitely think more people should ride trains. Takes me back to age 19. And I was falling in love for the first time. 
it was a long distance love. And so we finally met up for the first time and spent three magical days together going around New York City. And I didn't know what falling in love felt like. And so when she left, I um, felt the need to drop everything and take one last train ride to feel that feeling of love again before having to leave it behind. And the the visuals of buildings and trees passing by was like the most vivid, visceral train viewing I've ever had, going back to chasing my love that I would see for the last time. People who I've met on trains have been just amazing. I remember being a young man and taking trains through Europe. And uh, it's always adventurous. You never know who you're going to you're gonna meet walking through those train cars. You never know who you're going to sit next to. Many years ago, I was traveling alone in Europe, and I was in a German train station, and I just didn't know how to get to where I needed to go. And so I was asking people frantically around me if they spoke English and if they could help me. And this one guy, he just took me under his wing and acted like it was his duty and got me onto the right train. And he just kind of kept looking at me like, I got you, you're going to be okay. He came up to me right before I needed to get off and told me what to do. And I will never forget that. I felt so alone, yet so connected to this perfect stranger. Train makes me think of my job, which is train bandit. And that reminds me that y'all need to put all your valuables into the burlap sacks making its way around. Put all your jewelry, your coins, your banknotes. Nobody does anything stupid. Nobody gets hurt. Now, if one of you would be kind enough to tell me the Wi-Fi password... My backyard ends at the New Jersey transit tracks, and I love that, but sometimes it's really very loud. And I have this fantasy that when the engineer, like, lays on the horn, sometimes that it's because he has an ex in our town, and he, um, he or she wants, like, his CDs back or something. Model training. That's a, that's a thing you do in your older years when you want to watch things go around and around in your basement and get some sort of, I don't know, satisfaction out of that. As a kid, I had the privilege of playing with a little train set that my dad had, and it was so huge. It took over one entire room, and we would play with it all the time. And then when we would go visit our cabin, there was a guy who had a little bit bigger train set that us kids could sit in and ride it around the track for a dollar. I was doing a job over in France for Renault, and my wife and my brand new baby came over, and we're gonna take the train from, I think it was from Paris to my grandma's place, which is about four hour train trip. My youngest daughter was so jet lagged, so uncomfortable, just yelling like crazy. And I needed to take her to go change her diaper. And I go to the first train car, and nope, like, you know, family bathroom that I can change her in. People are starting to kind of look at me side-eyed. I'm like, oh, God. And so we're going from train car to train car to train car. And lo and behold, ahead of me, I have the first-class cabin. And I'm like, shit. And I've never seen so many dagger eyes. But at the end of that cabin was a, a bathroom. I went in, changed her diaper, and my kiddo managed to fall asleep. 
And then I walked back, kind of like the worst walk of shame I've ever done. But ever since, I've been a little like, gun shy about taking trains. When I was younger, I used to dream about riding on a train because I just thought that when people took trains, something whimsical or magical happened and it would just be this eye-opening, life-changing, life-altering experience. And um, I recently took a train from Barcelona to Paris and it was neither of those things. It was not magical or whimsical. It was pretty, but also quite boring and not what I thought it would be at all. We used to collect the rocks between the tracks and line them up to see if the trains could crush them or if the train would derail. So one day, I'm six years old, I get my shoes stuck on the inside of the track while the train's coming. I managed to wiggle out with maybe 20 feet to spare, lost my shoe, fell into a bush with a lot of thorns. That was fun. Oh, yeah, East Coast trains are subways. West Coast trains have to be above ground. West and East Coast have different definitions of train. My dad and I used to read the Polar Express when I was a kid about the kids getting picked up on a train to go to the North Pole to meet Santa Claus and the sound of the train and the kids getting to eat on the train and having hot cocoa. God, I remember one time I was going to uh, St. Petersburg, Russia, on a train and I was doing yoga kriya and I did tree pose on a moving train and something I'll never forget. I stayed up too. Tree pose, yoga on a moving train. Okay? That is commitment to absolute stability and fluidity at the same time. We have the band, we have a DJ, we have our speakers, check, check, check. We have the karaoke machine that David lent us. But nobody is wiggling their butt. What you gotta do is initiate the conga line dance. Everyone can can dance to this one, folks. Cause the rules are simple. You just find a lady's hips and you delicately put your hands on them. You just fall in line, choo-choo. Trains are my favorite cinematic metaphor for sexual penetration. Choo-choo. And I wonder, is it the best one we've got? What were the other contenders? My close girlfriends who also went to different colleges, like we'd drink 40s on the train, and that was fun. Um, so when I went by myself, I would like write sad poetry and cry. And I'm like, what, what would movies be without trains? Like all the best movies, a lot of amazing movies are on trains. And should I list them? Should I? No, I won't do it. I love trains. And I remember her meeting me at the train station us going off and having a great, beautiful, romantic time. That's what a train is for. All right, we've reached our destination right on time. Thanks to Amy in South Orange, New Jersey, and at ArtifactLA.com. Bill in Austin, David at BartonSmartTrivia.com, Jay at FarmLA.org, Justine in San Diego, Kat, Holly, Fongso, Helena, and Nick in L.A. Marley in New York. Oogie in Hellendale. Steven with a spaceship martini. And welcome back Liz in Alaska, another one-word veteran. To be a part of a future episode, go to podcast.oneword.com. 
Until next time. Train makes me think of a subway. Makes me think of the New York City subway system. And that makes me wonder, who is it that they are paying to wake up every morning and go down into the subway and fill up cauldrons full of piss and churn them into a, a piss vapor that permeates the entire New York City subway system? Okay, who has that job? Because obviously somebody does. Doors closing.